Gather your geek. It's time to head out for our road trip across America that will scare your pants off. Along the way, with your hosts, you'll be setting up camp in some of the scariest places they can find. Discover each episode a cryptid, a haunting, and a strange encounter. Climb a boat, a cryptid camper, if you're brave enough. Take it away, Shay. Live from our cryptid camper, I'm Shay. I'm here with my good friend Tom, and we'd like to thank you for joining us for Season 1, Episode 20. 20! Scare your pants off, our American road trip. How you doing today, Tom? I am great. I wow, like you said, twenty. I can't believe it. I mean, we're almost at the the halfway point here. Um, very exciting. Um, but yeah, no, I'm good. How are you today? I'm good. I'm good. I'm actually. Uh, I'm very excited for this episode. So we are in Utah. Obviously, anybody watching knows we're not actually in Utah, but we are talking Utah today. But not just Utah. We're talking specifically Skinwalker Ranch, and we're not doing our typical episode uh breakdown we're not doing a cryptid and then a haunting and then a special and then a strange encounter we're just doing all skinwalker ranch cryptid um strange encounter and that's that's gonna be our story today but i think you guys are gonna love it yes watch anything uh watch anything fun tom um oh god i watched the new scream movie how did so, you, how did you feel i overall i i liked it I, I did. I, I I always say this. I screams always a guilty pleasure of mine. Even the yep. not so you know the the bad ones. I watched that the the awful TV series that they had scream TV series on MTV where it was like the first two seasons. Like even though it's not great, I got invested in the characters, and then they completely like rebooted it for season three, different cast and everything, mm-hmm. and uh, you know had uh, just that one. <laughs> it was bad but i still watched it because it's it's uh uh definitely some problems with it and some some head scratching moments or choices that i'm just like eh. but so, uh i feel like we can dig into that as long as we just warn everybody listen if you haven't watched scream thus far by this point by the time we release this episode it's been out for quite a while but yeah. spoiler alert yes what problems did you have with it? Because I'm dying to know. Because I, I again, I loved it too, but I had some like pretty undeniable issues with it. Yeah. So, um, okay. The okay one one issue, and there's quite a few. So it's I I, I love they brought back the characters. You know, Nev Campbell and all them. That was all that was great. Dewey, everybody. But um, so, and the fact it was two killers. Mm-hmm. So again, spoilers, guys. I'm not, but like you said, this going to be has been out for a long time by this point. Um, so the two killers, it's I uh, I can't remember his character's name, but he plays Huey and the Boys. It's uh, Dennis Quaid's son, uh, yep. who I love, <laughs> and the girl. Okay, she's a little girl. A high schooler and she like killed the shit out of Dewey like killed the shit like holding him up with a knife this girl is maybe five foot three ninety pounds maybe 
And for anyone who's seen the movie, Dewey's not a little dude, and Dewey's grown up quite a bit since the since the first Scream movie. Like he's he's not he's not one to be messed with anymore. So yeah, he's like right now. I mean, I don't know how much he's done in the last couple of months, but he's been doing professional wrestling the last couple of years again. He got back into it to kind of because of what when he was it was kind of a joke when he was the champion i guess 20 years ago or whatever it was done more of a publicity stunt and he was like you know what i love wrestling i want to get back into it and anybody that knows professional wrestling yes it's predetermined and all this stuff but you yeah. have to be a hell of an athlete a hell of an athlete to do that in a, a big person and dewey i mean he's not hulk hogan or anything like that but he is for sure he's much bigger than i am and yeah. this girl and that little girl was much smaller than me so that was one issue the an another issue that just ties directly into those two she's in high school how old is he the boyfriend the other killer yeah so i i kind of had the same i kind of had the same issue with that because i i felt like he had to mid-20s that's what i that's where i was with it i thought it was a little that was all a little not okay for me but yes that that was a problem for me too because I, I don't know i mean maybe it was one of those they they maybe because she is in high school she could be 18 maybe she's 18 he's 20 21 which is legal or maybe yeah. he's supposed to be 19 she's 17 which is not great but it's not it, it's it's not unheard of at that age because you're both teenagers or whatever um but it's tough because he does look like an older guy i mean he could so, be all of 30 years old in my opinion and i don't know how old she is so i found that to be a little problematic so i'm, I'm kind of trying to do the rough mental math in my head it, it's so how long ago was the first scream base about 20 years right that's somewhere around there yes so if again spoiler alert at this point you know um if the sister is billy's daughter she's only about 20 maybe 21 so her younger sister who is in the same you know grade class best friend as one of the killers that girl is 16 maybe yeah and this boy is off living in another place yes to be pretend boyfriends with <clears throat> other girl yes and it's, so what kills me about the killer girl though is she's not she's not attached in any way she's not like attached to the first movies she's a fan like yeah. and it's not it's just i don't know it, it just that part of it bothers me like i feel like there needed to be some connection more than just oh my god i love the story and it's you know i, I know that sounds awful but that's yeah it bothered me yeah i agree i agree because and with the killers like i didn't know there was going to be two but i yeah. right, five minutes in the movie i i thought she was a killer the girl him yeah. him it was done pretty well the way they you know played it and stuff i i I, I had a bad feeling about him, but it wasn't, I wasn't sure with him. With her, I was like, I'm pretty sure she's a killer. I, uh, the, but again, I didn't know there would be two either. So I was like, she's probably the killer, you know? So those were two of the, 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 my bigger problems. There was a lot of other little 
little things yeah. within it. Um, you know, um, just like I, 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 I thought Dewey and Gail's relationship, like whatever went down, could have been maybe explored a little bit more. Um, yeah. Because I, I want to know, like I, because because I love Dewey. How I want to, I want to know what happened. Because that's that's yeah. a that's the relationship that after those movies, years later, you're like, oh yeah, they're still together. Cause yeah, of course they are. But yeah, so um, yeah, there were some others. Did, what what were your major issues? So like what you said, honestly, my my biggest problem altogether was that really either of them i don't even think that boy could have taken down dewey with the ease yeah. he was taken down and it's yeah. he and he went oh, he went down in a stupid way and he knows better he knows better he survived he yeah. knows and he even said when he got in it's funny because when he got on the elevator and he's like oh. and he basically says he oh we got to shoot him in the head you're yeah. not dead unless you shoot him in the head. He knows that already. He knows that. And that should that should have been the first place he shot him or the second place before they even went to go get in the elevator. He yeah. never should have left that elevator. And you knew when the elevator closed, you knew, or I knew. I, I always call that the goodbye scene. Yes. And it's you you knew it. And at that moment, I'm like, well, he's dead. Yeah. And he was. And it's awful because he died. He freaking knows better. He just does. And not to get like so like enraged about someone in a horror movie not knowing better but dewey of all people well he called know it, called it that the boyfriend was the killer right away it, in the first few minutes he was just like it's him <laughs> it, 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 probably you know so yeah that was and he you know if you're gonna shoot him in the head he didn't have to get so close to shoot her in the head you yeah. know what i mean he could have he got got in a distance and still shot her in the head and be done and it just it was yeah yeah, yeah. He, it's it's like he had some weird I don't know it's i don't know like some weird unfinished business that he had to like see the life leave their eyes or, or something i don't know and it's i do like that they had well i do and i don't like that they had gail calling his phone yeah basically when he was dying and it's i'm mixed about it because it's cool because maybe it means that like she wants to try to fix things or or I don't know. It, it obviously that's where your mind's gonna go, but it, it's unfortunately too little, too late, Gil Weathers. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you did, but. So question: mistake or not killing Dewey? <sighs> okay, so I okay, so I'm torn, and again, I. I I have an unusual emotional tie to horror movies. I just do. I can't help it. But I kind of feel like it. I feel like the way it happened was a mistake. I feel like if he had to die, I, and if he had to die, I don't want to see it happen. But if he has to die, it really shouldn't have been till the end. And it and it shouldn't have been the like what a half hour, forty minutes into the movie, and then. There's still no. quite a bit to go. Yeah. Yeah. You don't. So I feel like, I feel like I didn't want to see him die at all, but I especially didn't want to see him die that that quick and stupid. Yes. What about you? Same. Same. It's like I don't know if it was smart to kill him at all. I mean, just because yeah. I think you have a lot, a lot of life with that character still to be explored and stuff. Uh, 
But if you're gonna do it, that wasn't the way to do it. He came he came across as the, every other buffoon in any of in any of the screen movies at, at that point. So yeah, like it should have been it should have been built up to this big climactic scene where yeah. and he goes out, you know. I mean, like Same even more, you know, goes out yeah. like because I mean, it's doing it, you know. And so yeah. I, same same i mean but overall i did like the movie overall it, like i said it's guilty pleasure i give scream a lot of credit because it rejuvenated horror horror went through a dark yeah. period and then in the 90s scream and some movies around that time they brought horror back to a glo- some, some glory so it's uh yeah. so well, overall i liked it but very a lot of problems yeah Ugh. no it- same really and it's and it's funny because now now that we're kind of on the was it the right thing to kill dewey and 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 i agree i i I would have preferred to not see him go i understand that he i guess he had to die to get nev campbell to come back yeah maybe but it's i (laughs) it's gonna sound so awful i could have done with a movie that just had dewey living in it and nev campbell didn't find a reason to come back and they just talked around the phone or something i not that I don't like Nev Campbell, I like Nev Campbell, and I and I and I love Sydney in the movies, and you know I get that she was kind of a poignant part of it, but it's I I might have a popular opinion opinion though because while I don't think it was the right move to kill Dewey, I think it was also the wrong move to not kill Sydney. Yeah. At that point. I was talking to Roy. He thinks that Sydney's going to be the next killer possibly in the movies so i like that and it's funny because in this movie i had so if you remember the first movie um you are not a hundred percent without a doubt positive that both the killers are dead you have no idea you you're you're pretty sure but you're not horror movie positive that they are dead and you should be horror movie positive that a killer is dead yeah. And you weren't. So part of me thought um, that one of them, probably Billy, was going to have something to do with it. And it turns out he did in a way because his daughter, obviously, you know, whatever. But um, it's, I'm holding out hope for the fact that, again, horror movie dead is a very different thing. And uh, we saw a body bag um, come out of the hospital and it was thought to be dewey <laughs> but somewhere in my childish hopeful mind uh i'm not sure that was dewey i don't know i guess i'm stupid holding on to hope because i do that unless i see unless i know unless you show me i'm with you on that though oh, yeah. I, I, had the same, I had the same thoughts see i think the next killer is going to be the older sister yes uh, i do I, too just but it could have been a red herring at the very end of the movie but they do you know after she kills the shit out of the boyfriend there and like you know and don't mess with the serial killer's daughter and she just goes off and then she does the whole she, after you know she stabs him however many times she you know holds the blade up pulls the blood off like that does the whole and yeah uh, and so but at the very end as they're leaving in the ambulances and everything they always do all the screams they do that quick last shot of somebody in the ghost face thing and it's like a, usually like a half a second, and this one was he. Mm-hmm. It's ghost faced doing that same movement 
across the the knife blade. So again, it could be a very a red herring, you know, just to, to build it. But that's my thought. That because I think eventually they'll build towards Sydney being a killer, but I don't think necessarily it will be the next installment no. into it. So. Well, so I think it. I'm pretty sure it was the first one. If it wasn't the first one, it was within the first couple that that was actually a thing. And he and he and he had the knife, and he actually with the two. I believe it was between these two fingers went like this. Mm -hmm. And it's pulled the blood off. And so that was, I feel like that was a throwback to kind of, I had to have been the first one. It's the only thing that makes sense, but because yeah. she's, you know, but um, yeah, no, I, I love that part of the end. And I, I do hope it comes back and I hope, I hope Dewey's not really dead, but. I, I, I said that too. I said, he may not be dead. It's horror movies. So you don't know as long as they do it right and don't make it too convoluted the way he's still alive and just, yes. you know, it's uh. I, I I I still think that he could pop back up, possibly, hopefully. Yep. Mm -hmm. Oh, excuse me. All right. Well, I feel like we mm -hmm. have totally derailed off topic, which yeah. was fun and a great, you know, it was great to talk about the movie. But I feel like we need to start talking about a little Skinwalker Ranch because yes. I'm yes. super excited, and I I think um I think today you, we were gonna have you start with the close encounter or the strange encounter, right? Time for the strange encounter. Yep, yep. So yeah, I agree because we got a lot here too. So yep, I, I'm doing strange encounters and uh, this week, and just real briefly about the Skinwalker Ranch. It's also known as the Sherman Ranch. They were uh, they were previous owners before the new owner Brandon Fugel. Um, and just a little about about it. It's located on approximately 512 acres of land. Um, southeast of ballard utah and it like we said it's this place is just a hotbed of paranormal activity yeah uh, just lots and lots and lots of stuff going on here and just a little bit about it, it like you said it's called skinwalker ranch um and um which skinwalkers are a type of cryptid that we've talked about in our Arizona episode, which you should definitely check out. And we'll talk a little more in this episode about them, but that's where the name comes from the Navajo uh, lore of skinwalkers. So anyway, the, well, let's get into some strange encounters. So I'm going to go back to the nineties. So in the nineties, then owners, the Shermans, again, AKA Sherman ranch, uh, claimed to see three specific types of UFOs. One was a small box-like craft that emitted uh, a white iridescent light. Uh, there was one that they approximated to be about 40 feet long um, that emitted a wavy red ray or light beam as it flew along the skyline. And then the last type that they described was said to be a huge ship estimated to be about several football fields uh, in length, which is pretty huge. I mean, several, I don't know if that's three, four, so that'd be like three, 400 yards. Um, so it's pretty, pretty uh, a big UFO. So, um, and around the time of, that they claimed that they saw these three different types of UFOs, some things that start they started to see pop up around the ranch were they claimed to come across uh, three crop circles that were all about eight feet wide in a triangular pattern, and each one was about 
and it was almost exact. Each one was about 30 feet apart. It was very, they, they said it was very, very equidistant and very, you know, very precise almost. So, um, and then not far from these crop circles, they claimed to see strange soil impressions about three to four feet wide and one to two feet deep with the dirt in the center of the impression um, completely flattened. So, pretty strange. They also, um, around the times of these crop circles, claim to see light streak across the sky, uh, lights streak across the sky, orbs, and other sort of unexplainable airborne lights. Um, some of these lights actually, and I find this fascinating, some of the lights that they they saw emerged from an orange circular doorway-like thing that was just, uh, appears mid-ear. And just kind of like mid-ear, they, they claimed it was like an orange doorway. I find that really, really cool. And then it seemed like lights and streaks of lights and things were coming out of it, so... Very strange. Um, they have supposedly videotaped over twenty of these sightings. I'd love to get some of the some of the footage to kind of see it because I would love to really see what that doorway, that this doorway they claim, if they got if that is in any of those twenty videos. I think that would be really fascinating. Um, and then in one of and then one of these flying lights actually followed Gwen. Uh, she was, uh, you know, the wife of Gwen Sherman car on her way home from work one night. It followed her for miles on her way home from work, just oh. in the sky. Yeah, <laughs> pretty creepy. <laughs> it's... Yeah, no, it really is. Another time, Mr. Sherman claimed to hear male voices speaking in an unfamiliar language and he says that it didn't sound like any human language that he had ever heard in his life um and he heard this while he was out in one of the fields with the uh family dogs he claims the voices seemed to be about 25 feet above him but he couldn't see a thing and he was in a field, so it wasn't like trees, like something 25 feet above him in the trees. It was just, so he was out in a field and it sounded like they were in the sky, 25 feet above him. Um, and uh, at the, the, the dogs were supposedly frantic, barking, growling, running back and forth to the house, like just back and forth, just going nuts. So, you know, after seeing just, and this is, all in a fairly short amount of time, they, they start to try to make connections and stuff. And uh, they have now linked these sightings with the death or disappearance of seven of their cows, four of um, seven other cows, four of which disappear without a trace. And yes, it's a big place, 512 acres, but you're going to find a cow. They don't move that fast. You got You should be able to find a cow pretty, pretty quickly after discovering they're missing. And yeah, four without a trace. The other three were mutilated with extreme precision. Um, 
just like no blood, you know, uh, skin peeled back, just muscle left, just like uh, it, it didn't seem like an animal or a scavenger could have done this because it was just, like it was very, very precise. And again, there was no blood. So it was a, a very, very strange scene. So anyway, the sightings continue to this day. Current owner Brandon Fugel claims to have seen and experienced UFOs as well. He says for the first six months, he did not experience anything until one day while investigating all the strange claims, he was entertaining a visiting dignitary in his security detail. And as they were, you know, walking around, he's showing them around the ranch. They all of a sudden see a 40 to 50 foot long grayish disc like object appear in the sky. And it was performing maneuvers that defied all our known physics. Um, you know, it, these propulsion that this propulsion technology that we do not have, whether it's, you know, going, you know, from a completely still to an like crazy speed in under a second or going straight up. It's just stuff that we, that we, we don't think we have yet. So, um, and then, uh, as they were watching it do all these maneuvers, it then would, uh, it then just disappeared without a trace. Just boom. They look all of a sudden it was there. Then it was gone. N no idea what happened to it. And during the same afternoon, they experienced everything from smartphones being completely drained from about 80% to zero in seconds, as well as other electromagnetic anomalies and even acute medical episodes where people had to be rushed to the hospital with possible or probable radiation poisoning. So some even claim that the anomalies and phenomena have followed them home. They call this the uh, they call this the hitchhiker phenomenon, but they don't really like to talk about it too too much because I guess when you talk about it, it makes it a little more real and everything. But many people um, have experienced this, and it's um, it's essentially what happened was that um, you know they'd be running tests at Skinwalker Ranch with some tools and. People would be at their homes thousands of miles away running similar tests uh, with the idea of, okay, this is what's happening at Skinwalker. This is what's happening thousands of miles away at my house where nothing supernatural, paranormal happens. And now we're going to look at the data, you know, and, and try to figure out what those differences are. But when, uh, you know, those people that are a thousand miles away putting it out, they're starting to experience the, the same or similar phenomenon at their homes. Again, going back to this hitchhiker effect that is following them. Yeah. And in one case, Dr. Travis Taylor, who is from the Hulu, it was on the Hulu show. Guys, check it out on Skinwalker Ranch. Um, very good. He um he's a couple, you know, a thousand mile away at his own place, and um he claims that his brand new car as he was driving just shut off suddenly and all the lights started blinking going crazy uh the car started doing that thing where it was, you know it's beeping beep 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 over and over again and um just the car's going crazy and at the same time there was 
really strange things happening at the ranch with guys like again with the phones which happens to be a common one um stuff like that and in fact in the, at that time one of the guys phones and this this just seems crazy to me because we know how smartphones are with lock screens and everything like that that his uh phone kept unlocking even though he wasn't putting in a six digit pin so and i uh, kept unlocking it was going through his contacts trying to call different people it was opening and closing apps just doing taking pictures uh, deleting pictures just making his phone go crazy at the same time that dr taylor travis taylor's car was going nuts so again that they, they call that the hitchhiker effect um but really sort of interesting that it seems that it's following them and again at their homes thousands before this it didn't seem that they were having any sort of paranormal things at the, their homes thousands of miles away so there have been countless other strange phenomena as well one of my favorite being that uh uh which was caught on tape was that fugel and some of the researchers and investigators they have cameras set up all around this this uh ranch because it's a huge ranch like we said 512 acres and it's you know they can't be everywhere at once and you know it's so easy to miss something so they've set up cameras all over the place and on one of these cameras have caught i mean some of these cameras have caught strange lights in the sky objects streaking across the dry orbs and just you know other sort of similar things but in this one video clip that i just i find this fascinating i've seen a still picture of it guys check it out if you can you uh you know if you stop the video and pause it at the right spot or even slow it down in the distance you can see structures and when you zoom in they look like big buildings like the skyline of a city like the skyline of new york or something like that just in the distance and uh but it's if you're not watching the video there's nothing there this is just you know it just in real time if you're out there on the ranch it's just it you're you're just seeing the horizon you're not seeing any building because there aren't any buildings it's not a city it's like we're in utah so um two and then two researchers two independent researchers uh were able to get uh copies of the tape or whatever and looked at it and they are convinced it is some sort of city skyline and they believe that these these researchers they're not just quacks they're like scientists i think one's a quantum whatever blah 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 um they think and this is this is what i think too personally um is that they might we might be seeing into a different dimension an alternate dimension in that skyline um possibly a dimension they think it's possibly a, a dimension that's very very similar to ours but with some key differences and um they uh you know they think it maybe maybe is a dimension where we have made contact with aliens and that that, that maybe all these sightings and stuff are like them coming through some sort of portal wormhole whatever doorway um that but we are friendly with the aliens and it's in this dimension maybe it's not odd for 
people, you know, to see flying saucers or, or maybe they, you know, maybe even friends with aliens, but also, and uh, which I find fascinating, because like I said, they think that it's similar to ours, but with key differences with, and what you're going to get into with the cryptids, they believe that maybe in this dimension that some of these cryptids never went extinct because we know that some cryptids did exist for sure we know that and but went extinct for one reason or another or um so that maybe they never went extinct or and then in some other instances where we uh that they actually do exist in this dimension that there it's not that it's not abnormal in this dimension that wendigos are a thing and bigfoots are a thing and people know it and it's not it's not a mystery and they uh they actually exist and uh i just love this because there's so much going on that yeah this is what i uh, this is truly what makes most sense to me that somewhere on this ranch and uh there is some sort of doorway or portal portal into an all similar but alternate dimension and uh that's what I got. I know it was a lot, but it's, uh, I find this stuff fascinating. <clears throat> Sorry. All right. So I guess I feel like I took a couple notes because you, you said a couple things that really like, like completely piqued my interest. And okay. it's one of them is it's, it's a super small thing, but it's, it's really very prevalent when you think about it or relevant when you think about it, whichever word. Um, so you said in the very beginning that um, they saw a wavy red beam in the sky, right? So if you think about it, if you take a like a laser pointer, like one of the strong like five MW ones, or or whatever, or a flashlight or whatever, and you and you aim it into the sky, there's no wave to it. <clears throat> That's not something that happens in our atmosphere. That's not light doesn't break up that way in our visual spectrum in our atmosphere it just doesn't <clears throat> so i'm not sure 100 percent what that even means i don't know if that means like maybe the lights were coming from beyond and they were we were just able to see it or or like what is even creating a wavy light beam because again and you can you can wave the flashlight around or the, or the laser point around and it doesn't wave the beam yeah that's actually a really good point. I didn't even thought of that, but that's a really great point because it does. Yeah, it doesn't do that. So then you also talked about <clears throat> finding near the the crop circle triangles that there were holes that were about three or four feet wide, and um, what you said two. Yeah, about two feet deep. One to yep. two feet, deep, I think. And then flat had a flat spot on the bottom. That almost feels like um, you ever see like an tractor trailer tra uh, trailer the the stabilizing jack that comes down when the truck isn't going to be attached to it. It mm -hmm. almost feels like it could be something like that. I mean, uh, it's got to be something heavy to push that deep into earth, you know? <clears throat> yeah, no, I like that. I like that a lot. I hadn't thought of that either, but that makes a hundred percent. I can almost see it. It's like a like a landing type thing that come out and yeah no that's great that's uh that makes a lot of sense actually and it would leave it would leave that impression they were talking about so nice and i want to talk about <clears throat> a little bit about the cattle mutilations you talked about yeah. because i i encountered them in my research too mm -hmm. and it's the fact that you 
brought up the precision of the mutilation the mutilations that makes me almost kind of feel like it could also be cryptid mm. and and it's only because um when i start talking about the skinwalker i'm i'm obviously going to bring up a wendigo because a it's me and b it genuinely fits this time but it's the the precision of the mutilation is extremely wendigo and it's and it's almost like sacrificial like they're not eating it they're not devouring the whole thing they're leaving behind something to show us like hey mm-hmm. we were here this is what's going on and it's it's really very it's it's far less vicious than you know it would be if it were just i'm hungry i need to eat but, yeah no i i like that too because yeah because you know, I saw where in my research where I was going that these mutilate very precise, so it could be like alien in nature or whatever. But my problem with that is it's like, like you said, something's left behind. To me, if an alien's going to do this, it's probably about research or something like that. So yeah. to me, it like the ones that could disappear without a trace, that makes sense to me that it could be alien because they just took it uh, whatever performing tests learn whatever trying to learn the biology of a cow maybe or whatever it is you know whereas the mutilation it, that doesn't make that that to me never m- m- really added up to alien and does fit skinwalker wendigo much better what i've learned about wendigos uh through the show from you you know with the precision and the bloodlessness and the yeah. all that 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 makes more sense to me with the mutilated one so i'm glad you you made that connection as well because that's yeah that that makes more sense to me personally uh, it's uh yeah yeah well, I'm, I'm glad i'm glad we're kind of on the same page there and um <clears throat> i yeah uh, i awesome job i was i I love here. I love learning about this stuff and it's so cool. I like that we break it up the way we do because I genuinely try to not research the stuff that you're going to be talking about cuz I I just I want to be here for the ride. I want to be here for the oh, really. That's in it and I'm in them every time I'm just I'm completely enjoying it and I just I love hearing a fresh new story that I didn't know about or that I don't know much about. So awesome job yeah i'm I'm with you on that it's like i like our format because it breaks it up into very digestible little you know things so it's i i i 100 agree with you and i i do the same i don't i don't try if you have the cryptid or i, I don't try to research the cryptid i mean this one had a little bit of overlap because we're just on skinwalker but same thing i i like to be surprised and learn it from you because it just it's great so I am a hundred percent agreement with you. Awesome. Time for the cryptid. All right. So I'm going to talk about the cryptids of Skinwalker Ranch, and I feel like it would be foolish of me to not start with the Skinwalker. Um, I have kind of a theory, and I'm going to tie it in after I talk about all of my cryptids because it kind of affects all of them. Skinwalkers are either uh, powerful or harmful witches or cursed people who can disguise themselves as animals or or other people. Now, what makes this really kind of creepy 
and really even more so creepy than it already is knowing that they can do that is that uh, according to most lore most native american lore this power only is available only comes to a person after they do something completely awful specifically and most commonly killing a close family member be it a child a spouse a mom a dad a sibling you know where i'm going with this so <clears throat> one of the men over time one of the many owners of the ranch actually spotted spotted a large humanoid object laying amongst the branches in a tree so i like to specify that i said laying in a tree yes not chasing him not growling at him not attacking him i feel like you know where i'm going <clears throat> and when the person shined a flashlight in its direction its eyes appeared red so he did the only logical thing and he took out his gun and shot at it i know thank you i this, can't this is way too common in our research that these <laughs> these cowboys or whatever they want to call themselves are just like their the first thought is to start firing at this creature <laughs> if it's attacking you yes absolutely shoot at it protect yeah. yourself protect your family protect protect the things you need to protect but it is laying in a tree probably trying to get some sleep i don't know just enjoying the day taking in some nature that's what i would do um but anyways so he shot at it and it came down from the tree and then vanished <clears throat> now after it vanished it left behind one perfect footprint and it was an oval footprint about six inches wide in the snow and coming off the back of the footprint um were two sharp looking claw marks that actually uh protruded about two inches from the foot so we've obviously talked about skinwalkers before and with the cattle mutilations the descriptions of the humanoid uh tall the red eyes the the different occasions we've heard of like different smells and stuff like that i know we've already talked about it. i feel like a skinwalker maybe a wendigo so and it fits with the first person and and whatnot and what i've learned from this show and from you i can i i, I concur like what i've learned over these last 20 episodes and stuff that that uh, makes sense to me so another cryptid that i'm actually really excited to talk about because for any game of thrones fan out there i know y'all gonna love it too and yeah i are you one of those people that are really mad that the next book hasn't come out yet yes i've been waiting for years and years and years so with it just real quick about it it was game of thrones i think they were on like about to start season the three season three was about to start and i hadn't watched it yet to the, anything but then i was like you know what i'm gonna read it before i watch any of it and i want to know i want to read it so i went i bought you know the, they had a set of the first five books and they're very dense books you know in the 1500 pages some of them plus um and i uh, yes and uh, so i read it and you know loved the show um and uh but i've been waiting and waiting and waiting and he's come out with other stuff and side books and side quests and all this stuff and it's like hurry up and finish these last two books <laughs> like please so uh, 
you don't want to hear that we just read something saying he was coming up with a new project, right? I know. I'm sorry. I know. Oh I'm not. I'm not 100% surprised. But oh my god. Oh god. And I know Eric has read because um, we we me and him have discussed before, and he was he had a similar frustration. Uh, oh my no, you god. are you are making the same faces. I it's I I haven't read the books because they're. It, they're just a, they're they're not quite grabbing my attention but yeah. again i love the show but it's he is he's he loves them so much just like you do and it's the <laughs> the anger i can see when you guys hear oh you know um coming up with this project and you just started this and he's going here what are you doing <laughs> like yeah. i don't know I, it's it's frustrating. It's just like I just I just want to read the, his ending. <laughs> um, okay, so <laughs> all the, all the harsh waiting times of Game of Thrones aside, um, I'm excited to talk about the direwolf sightings that are possible in Skinwalker Ranch, which is awesome. <clears throat> so they're described as abnormally huge wolf-like creatures that are capable of walking around bipedal with ease. So this doesn't sound like your average your average wolf though, which like walking bipedal is more of a trick than or dog or anything. It's more of a trick than a thing yes. they're gonna do all the time. It is, however, said that when they run, they run on all fours, but it seems erratic and almost clumsy somehow. So almost like something that maybe, and this is key, wouldn't be used to running on all fours, unlike a wolf. But again, <laughs> we'll touch on that later. Um, these wolves will, without any fear, any fear at all, attempt to approach humans in broad daylight, which is, again, not very wolf-like. And it would seem that the wolf is even bulletproof and i know shocking but after one of the owners moved in they spotted one in one of their pastures and the wolf actually approached the family and it even let one of the people in the family pet it can you imagine wow right how big a dire wolf is being an actual dire wolf or not how big that is and how and you're gonna and it's gonna walk up to you and just like yeah pat my head that's amazing and i love that thought wow that's insane yeah i would love to pet a dire wolf oh yeah i i'm if i'm gonna die in a paranormal way it's gonna be petting a cryptid probably one to go yeah <laughs> but really anything that's gonna let me pet it i'm gonna try so um after a good petting, <laughs> um, the wolf, the wolf headed towards the cattle where it grabbed a young calf by the snout and began dragging it away. Ooh. Right? So the owner and his son began to beat it. I, I know, and I, and I even kind of get this one because you have to, I know, you have to protect. But they began to beat it, and it did not let go of the calf. So it's going to shock you, but um, the father shot it point blank. Of course he did. He did. I, and, and again, in this case, 
Yeah, it's a little more justified. He it has is. Tiny, he has calf, so, I don't love but, it, but yeah. Yeah, but yeah, it's still not great, but it's a little more justified than some of these other instances that we come across. So, yeah. so like I said, he shot him point blank, but the wolf did not let the calf go and continued to pull it. Jeez. For me personally, and I feel like you might agree, at this point, if I have shot this point blank and it is continuing to walk away with my calf, that calf is now his. Yeah, no, I'm 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 fine with that. I'm there fine. You, yeah. you you take it because yeah, no. Yeah, you you earn that. That's good for you. Um, but instead of instead of having that logic, which again, this is a gigantic wolf-like creature that you just shot and did not let go. Um, he shot it again this time he did let the calf go or she i apologize for saying he, they let the calf go but it didn't run away and instead of running away it stared at the man yeah i'm out i'm out i'm, yeah. I'm gone Done. I, 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 i'm somewhere far from there yep I would, I would be like, yeah, no, I shot you that second time. That's where I went wrong. This is what it's going to say when they read my obituary. I shot you twice. Um, so the man again shot at it again, a third time shot at this animal that is not affected by these things. And he managed to shoot off a piece of its flesh. Uh, when the flesh was later recovered, it said that the it smelt like it was rotting and fox-like, which I, I don't actually know what that means. I never yeah. smell the fox. Never smell the fox. Huh. I don't make it a habit of sniffing the animals. But, <laughs> um, so it did then back off and then began to run away. At this point, you have your calf back. You have shot this animal three times you have wounded it once he decides he's going to chase it oh, and track it like for about a mile yeah, like you know like, like no like i said i would be gone but no yeah go track that thing yeah makes total sense it's it's yeah this is again it's uh <laughs> so he tracked it for about a mile continuously shooting at it and then eventually the trail of the dire wolf just vanished. So good. Um, he got he got away from him. Yes. Um, it's here now. The balls <laughs> on the person. I That's... can't. I would have been done. I would have been done. First of all, it walks up to us and lets it pet it. Lets us pet it. You can. I'll give you a calf. Just come by for a pet once in a while. Cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. A pet dire wolf? Yes, please. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You know, give them a calf here and there, and you know, maybe it'll protect your flock. I don't know. Just is it a flock of calves? It's probably not a flock. It's a herd of calves or a herd of cows. There we go. Not a flock. That's hey, yeah. I, I would have went with you on flock too until you uh, questioned it. I'm, yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Um, so now we're gonna go on to the next couple cryptids, which I'm actually gonna lump together in one thing because I feel like. The sightings could actually be a similar form, just not always visible. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to talk about hellhounds, hyenas, and phantom dogs. So uh, one of the owners 
saw what he described as a hyena in uh, the corral of his horses, in with his horses. And the horses were uh, frantically trying to get away from it. And this hyena was slashing at him. When he approached it and yelled, it ran away. Huh. So that's one of the reasons I'm not trying to lump it in also with the direwolves, because that thing had way more balls than the hyena clearly had. Mm -hmm. um, but it's claimed that it was about 200 pounds with a fox-like tail and incredibly fast. It sat low to the ground at times and other claims talk about other things being able to see their eyes low to the ground, usually reddish eyes, almost actually always reddish eyes and usually being accompanied by a low growl. Like, and then, uh, the other things that people would hear or kind of witness would be uh, movement of dog-like creatures, shadows and silhouettes, and then hearing barking and howling, and again, more growling, and even disembodied growling when they're not seeing shadows and silhouettes. Hmm. <clears throat> so those are all the cryptids I have. But Despite the differences between, like I said, the hellhounds, the hyenas, and the phantom dogs, and the direwolves, there's there's a factor that makes me feel, and I know this is far fetched and probably very unpopular, but I feel like I feel like it might all be one thing. So if they're skinwalkers, which I think are wendigos, which are kind of very similar to skinwalkers, um, they are able to turn into any creature they want a dire wolf, a hellhound, a Bigfoot, which is another thing that's commonly cited in Skinwalker Ranch. <clears throat> and I, I do, I, I feel like it could all be one thing. And all of these things in every cryptid we, we talk about really has one common factor. And it is extremely territorial. They always are. They're not, they're not gonna coexist happily on this farm together and let you know it, it's just they're not going to happen like that they're too territorial and I, I i do i almost feel like it could be one or a group of one thing that's able to be multiple things how do you feel about that i love it because okay so i i, I was taking a few notes throughout and um you know, and I, I knew a little bit about some of this just through the shows or whatever, but I didn't know all the detail. Some things that stuck out that I found problematic. Okay, the dire wolf being bipedal. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, I, and like we said, it, it did run on floors, but it, it could be bipedal. And that's just something that we don't associate with a wolf, you know, aside or even any sort of canine, like you said, aside from a trick here and there, you know what I mean? And, it, and, and when you see those tricks, it's not like natural movements. It's, you know what I mean? It's not like a dog on its hinds trying to move. It's not, not walking like it's been doing this no. its whole life. So, yeah. and then hyena, which I, I don't know you know exactly where they're from but i believe it's like africa is pretty much their homeland yeah. so i mean to find one in in Utah, in the middle of utah seems kind of strange and then the the two things that the red eyes and the growling and mm -hmm. you know like a lot of times with like a hyena's like a you know is in the cat family where um a wolf is in the dog family we 
when you think about their eyes, it's more of a glow, you know what I mean? Like a yellowish or a whitish sort of glow to it, not a red. Mm -hmm. uh, now, that's not to say that they can't 100%, um, you know, 100% of the time that they're that color and, you know, can never be red, but that just stuck out to me. And then the final thing, which you just kind of touched upon, was them coexisting within the same yeah. sort of small yes it's a big place but not really it's a pretty it, it, it's a pretty it seems like a pretty self-contained ecosystem within there and within this 512 acres and um so yeah i i, I just feel like they uh a dire wolf might not coexist too well with a hyena you know so a skinwalker slash wendigo you, you know makes a lot more sense to me and i hadn't made that connection at all and that's why i i, I love it when you made that connection because i never made it but that kind of that 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 clears up a lot of those discrepancies that i had or those those little things in the back of my mind that are like okay, that's strange that, 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 although it's, it kind of makes sense. There was a problem with it, but yeah, that clears it all up. I love it. I, I think that's, I, <clears throat> that's where I'm leaning now. That, that's what I would lean to now as the explanation that it is a skinwalker and, or, you know, slash and slash or Wendigo. So no, that's great. Hell of a connection. Hell of a connection. One other one other point that I kind of feel like supports supports it is you if if it were actually a direwolf or actually a somehow a hyena or or whatnot a the hyena was not going to run away from that man um, and on top of it if a wolf if if a direwolf somehow was there and got shot once once and was okay that man would not have been standing. Yeah, it would have been it. It would have been over. That's true. And there's like Wendigo don't feed on humans. I'm not saying that there's never been a case where there could have been an injury or or even a death related to a Wendigo. They do not feed on humans. They are Wendigo are already cursed humans who have done an awful thing, and their the rest of their life is in in the existence it is as a Wendigo is is to pay for what they did and it's you know it, there's there's just not a lot of human attacks and i feel like if these things were these separate things and not a wendigo there would have been human attacks this guy is shooting at a random thing in a tree for no reason and it was i yeah it just it feels it feels like just all put together but i'm i'm glad you i'm glad you're kind of on the same page that i am because it's it it's the only thing once it hit me it's the only thing i could make that can make sense to me yeah it, that's the only thing that does make sense to me now and that's a great i'm glad you brought up that stuff too the shooting at them and stuff because yeah because you're shooting at an animal and if it's not having an effect it's probably coming after you you know and and it doesn't so that's just just adds to it and um yeah, no, I mean, it's like, I hadn't thought it, but now it's all I think. <laughs> it's a really, that's, that's, that, that feels like the only thing that does make sense to me. So, oh, great. That's why I love doing the show because 
making those connections, getting those ties and, and, and just, uh, yeah, so good. So good. All right. Well, you got anything else? No, no, that was fun. I think that might probably our longest episode today, our super sized episode of Skinwalker. I mean, granted, we had a quite a quite a good conversation on uh, Scream, but uh, still, no, that was a lot of fun. I'm I'm glad we decided to um to just dedicate this episode to Skinwalker because there's so much going. And guys, we just scratched the surface. We really did. I mean, there's Barely. a ton more, there's more details and stuff. We could be we we could be here for days just talking about it. So do some independent research, check out those shows on Hulu because uh this is just it it is quite the fascinating place. All right. Well, thank you everyone for joining us and be sure to tune in next time when we set up camp in texas until then happy camping thanks guys bye as always our hosts would like to thank you for joining if you enjoyed the program please be sure to like follow or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts from find us on instagram at scare your pants off pod no spaces or on twitter scare your pants off podcast or send us an email with questions comments and fan art to scare your pants off nine at gmail see you next time <laughs>